This episode of the Culture Coach podcast is sponsored by Timekeeper Financial Solutions. Timekeeper helps creatives and small business owners keep their financial books in order so that you can do what you're great at. Timekeeperfinancial.com, keeping count of what counts. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Hey, everybody, it's Nikki Lerner. Oh, I'm so glad to be with you again today on the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, wherever you are today, uh, if you're walking your dog, uh, if you're eating lunch right now, if you are sitting in your office and uh, working hard, uh, maybe it's towards the back end of the day, maybe it's around three o'clock or something like that. And if you're honest, you kind of had, you've already kind of had a challenging day. You know, maybe you're listening right now and, you know, you are the leader responsible for the diversity work in your organization. And maybe today was a day that was really tough. Uh, maybe today was a day where you are wondering whether or not your company or your organization is really committed to diversity work. Maybe it's just felt like an uphill struggle and battle for you today, wherever you are whatever you are up to when you are listening to this. Maybe you're cooking dinner. If you're like me, sometimes I listen to podcasts while I'm cooking dinner. Uh, maybe you're cooking dinner and just need uh, a little enlightenment, a little encouragement. Maybe you're in a space where, you know, you don't have a lot of different kinds of people where you are. And it's just really nice to hear uh, the voice of someone who may be of a different culture group than you. Or maybe it's just nice to hear the voice of someone that has some thoughts about diversity, some thoughts about culture that aligns with yours. And maybe, <clears throat> maybe you're having a hard time finding people like that. You know, um, I'm happy to be that person uh, for you today. So uh, I never take it lightly that you all spend your time with me. So thank you uh, for taking time to spend with me today. Here's what I want to share with you, an insight I want to share with you today. I always want to be giving you uh, insights and ideas of how you can get better uh, in the area of culture work. And one of the things, uh, one of the insights that I want to share with you today is this. Um, if you want to see uh, some of the results that uh, you long to see in diversity work, particularly if you've been a historically monocultural company or organization, um, or you want to build, continue to build your skills as a multicultural leader uh, now and going into the future of your work, you always have to know uh, this insight right here, and that is don't follow the rules. Don't follow the rules. See, oftentimes what, what uh, well-meaning, budding multicultural leaders 
like to do. Again, particularly if their organizations or companies have been historically monocultural, is you know in that monocultural environment, leaders have had some success, right? And so uh, if you've had success as a leader, if you've had success as a person, you tend to go back to, well, what are the things that really made me successful uh, in this venture, right? What you might not always realize is that some of those systems, some of those principles of success that you have followed for up until this point have helped you and helped your organization be successful as a monocultural company or as a monocultural group. Now, you may say to yourself, well, well, you know, we didn't set out to just be a monocultural organization, right? Um, I mean, some people do that, right? Particularly in ethnic minority groups. But a lot of people, particularly if you're part of the majority culture, you don't set out to say, you know, how do we build an all white company, right? <laughs> or <laughs> how do we build an all male company? Like that may not have been uh, at the front of your mind or the front of your subconscious. However, we all know that we all have biases, right? We all have bias, we all have blind spot. And so for many of you, you may say, well, we never set out to be a monocultural company. It just ended up that way. And I'm here to tell you that it didn't end up that way. Um, there were uh, rules that you followed. There were systems that you put in place. Uh, there were ways of thinking about hiring and doing business and building donors and all these things that, that you put into place that you didn't think was to build a monocultural company but it actually was because that's how you got what you got right now. You know, having the success as a leader, that's not easy, by the way. Let me just say that uh, no matter what kind of business you're in or what kind of community you lead or whatever it is, having success as a leader is not easy. OK, it's doable, but it's not easy. But what you have to understand is, is that some of those principles and those rules that you have followed that produced for you a mostly monocultural company or organization, you cannot now just pick up that entire system of thinking and belief and pick it up and sit it now into a new multicultural vision and expect to get a multicultural org organization or a multicultural business, right? I mean, if you think about it, that just makes sense. It's not like, uh, um, you know, it doesn't have nothing to do with you as the leader or your people or the bad people. It doesn't have anything to do with that, right? But what it does have to do with is that, again, go back to if for all this time, your organization, your company has been monocultural. That means that there have been principles and rules and systems that produced that for you. You cannot take those same things and now have a desire to be a multicultural company, uh, to build a multicultural workforce and use the same principles. You do see how that doesn't make sense, right? Now, what I can tell you is there are some things or some principles or some leadership principles that will be transferable, okay? Uh, because there are some leadership principles that do, uh, that can exist outside of cultural come-froms, right? Um, 
they may be uh, uh, company values or organizational values or, you know, the way that you choose to do things in your organizations. Those things oftentimes can be transferable, right? So it's not like now that you're a multicultural leader uh, or a growing multicultural leader that all of a sudden you don't know how to lead, okay? Let me just tell you this. That is not true, Okay, <laughs> that is not true. If you have leadership ability and you have leadership skill, you still have it. And those, those skills and those gifts can be transferable. However, what I'm telling you is, is that you cannot just take all of the rules from, from, the, from the monocultural vision, from the monocultural space and just place them into the multicultural vision. That's why I say don't follow the rules right? If you follow the rules, you will get what, you, what you've always gotten. You will get a multicultural, I'm sorry, a monocultural organization, right? So you have to know that uh, when, when you start down the road of the new multicultural vision, there are elements of it that are going to feel very wrong to you. And I want you to know that that's normal embrace it because there are some things that you've been doing forever as a leader and your environment has uh, given you the feedback if you will that it works and it's successful and this is the way forward and as you are beginning to learn new multicultural leadership skills, it is going to feel so wrong. And you're going to wonder, and you're going to wonder, is this going to work? And if you've been historic, historically monocultural white American in particular, you're going to wonder, if I don't spend my entire calendar year with mostly white American people and their money, is our organization gonna survive? Are we gonna hit our numbers? Right, you're gonna, you're gonna have that thought. Which by the way, you have to be careful about those thoughts because a thought like that inherently then, uh, what, what you've told yourself is that only a certain uh, type of person or people from a certain people group actually have finances and money. And that's not true. But see, even that, your, your environment reinforces that. If all of your investors or all of your donors or all of your uh, givers, you know, if you're in a nonprofit or you, people who donate, if, if that group is just all from one people group, it just reinforces your own rule, right? And that's why it feels wrong when you start to go out and spend more time with a more diverse group of people that might be able to donate to your cause, right? Or invest in your company. It just feels wrong. That's not wrong. It's just different. It's just different. And in order to grow and, and to grow the skills of being a multicultural leader, you have to be okay and learn how to sit in the tension of that. Right. Because 
here here's the reality that that in that moment what feels like to you as a wrong business practice or a wrong leadership principle or whatever it is feels completely normal and completely at home to somebody who's been functioning that way for a very long time someone who's already built a multicultural company somebody who's al- already built a multicultural organization that just feels like home and so you, i just want to encourage you and remind you as a leader that you will get there but you have to practice it. And that feeling will go away because then what happens is that the new way of being becomes the new rule for a multicultural organization, right? So don't follow the rules. Don't follow the rules that birthed for you a monocultural existence. That's my word for you today. Don't do it. When you are moving from monocultural to multicultural, you need to start to develop a new set of rules, a new set of practices that are now appropriate for a multicultural environment and that are now appropriate to support the new multicultural vision. And even though it might feel very uh, unusual and very uh, maybe non-native to you, just remember that there are leaders who have been doing this in this space for a very long time that they would look at you and say, oh, no, no, that's just normal. That's normal now that you are a leader of a multicultural group of people. That's, that's normal now that you are a, a person who knows how to lead cross-culturally and not just lead people that look like them only. It's normal. So lean into it and don't follow the rules. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.